Leo, I'm, I'm, my, you have my my biggest condolences. I, I know you were riding the high of having fixed our printer, but I, uh, I saw the memo come over the email, and uh, I'm real sorry that it's broken again. Yeah, you know, I would have given you a hard copy of that memo, but you know, you've never given me a hard copy of the memo. It's because our printer keeps breaking. Maybe you should fix it. I did. And someone. Little Giuseppe. I didn't do anything. It was little Giuseppe. You No, you you definitely busted the first one. Oh, well, yeah, I think I did open a door uh, violently and a knife that had kind of pencil into stucco ceiling kind of fell right, down right. and bored a hole through it all the way down into the sub basement where you keep your lab. Does that sound familiar? Sounds not not familiar. Okay. Um, hey, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I certainly have. Dorsch is not here again. I have noticed, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I got a, a text from Room him. It feels a lot bigger when it's it just two people. It feels a in ton here. bigger, yeah. Um, he's a skinny man, skinny man with a big beard, but he really knows how to fill up a space. He is, he's sort of, I mean, his body, his body shape fluctuates. You oh, know, yeah. He, but he's he's one of those people where, uh, you know, depending on the job, he has to look mm-hmm. passably like someone else while still being strong. So now he's uh, kind of slimmed down. He's doing some stunt work for Eddie Redmay. And so he's sort of this delicate looking man now, but he's also very strong still and mm-hmm. durable and can take a hit. Oh, yeah. You know, if if scientists ever did an experiment on him and it, it publicly was announced that his body Sorry, if w- scientists did another experiment. Sorry, my, my bad. If scientists do get their hands on him and do another experiment and it comes out that his body is full of some sort of oobleck or non-Newtonian fluid, I would not be surprised. I I don't know what those are, but I would believe you. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, he sent me a text uh, saying- He's definitely it, full of something. Yeah, he know? is. He, so he sent me a text saying he was taking Billy the Science Billy down to Kentucky uh, for some big race. I'm not- Well, he, so he told me it was a big science fair. Oh, okay. So has he dropped has I mean we both know it's a horse, but he's been has he dropped the pretense with you? Has he been pretending that it's a person still or a scientist still? Yeah, yeah, he's I mean I I know that Billy the Science Philly is just a horse in a lab coat, but as do I. Yeah, Dorsch uh, I believe still is uh he's trying to uh keep that information on the down low from me. Okay, cuz he told me it was a big science fair. Yeah, he told me it was a Kentucky science fair, so. Oh, you just inferred that it was the Derby? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the same time. It's It's got to be the Derby, right? It's, they yeah, don't he, have a big science fair down there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same weekend. It's the same uh, physical location. Uh, he said big. Kentucky, it's at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, it's at the Kentucky he Derby. Said. He said it's a big racetrack. Uh, there are science exhibits all around the racetrack. Um, volcanoes and potatoes. He told me. He told me. He sent me a picture of the big loop and said it was a horsical accelerator. <laughs> yep the the horse boson. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, HB large horizon collider. Yes. Large large horizon collider. Uh, which I, I suppose, if you really think about it, that's just two people jousting. But then also, he sent me a picture of your sister, who I know very well, and is yeah, a scientist. Yeah, at CERN. my sister CERN, um, Susan. Susan at CERN. God, I haven't thought about Susan for for quite a long time. Sorry, that's Susan. Pretty bleak. Uh, 
but but he sent me so there are real there's at least one real scientist down there hey if my sister's down there then there is at least one real scientist exactly so you know i'm gonna keep my eyes peeled for more pictures that dorsh sends me Mm -hmm. see if there are any other scientists there because i mean we both know it's the derby but then why is your sister at the derby you know Uh, yeah i I mean, again, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she did send a message in the group chat uh, saying that she just bought a big, big hat and was... Well, uh, I mean, she's a lady. Yes, of course. So that's not out of the ordinary. Right, right, right. Uh, But yes, she said she just bought a big, big hat and she was heading down to to her favorite place in the world, the second most famous cylindrical uh, facility. What... (laughs) What is the most famous cylindrical facility? It would be CERN, the large. Is that a cil- What is a cylinder? Hang on, I thought a cylinder was like a like a a beer can type thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So ovoid, maybe. Ovoid? Yeah. O- 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 ovular? No, that's e- <laughs> that's eggs. Uh, you know what? I'll- well, but an o- oval is is egg shaped, right? Yeah. I'll send a text in the group chat. Uh, She's the scientist. She might know more about the shapes of things than we. Yeah. I mean, I think probably very early on in the show, I did once promise that she would be on, but that has never come to fruition. So, Well, she's been so busy. She's, she's been, been so busy. So busy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just the two of us, and uh, I figure we could, uh, we could still record um, in honor of, uh, you know, just... In honor of Dorsch not being here, we could still record. In honor of Dorsch, we'll record yeah. one without Dorsch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've been, uh, I was just walking down the halls and I smelled something amazing. Did you, did you get a whiff of that salami and prosciutto? Uh, I haven't been able to smell or taste in a few days, but huh. I think I'm, I, I've definitely seen it and I've definitely sort of been in the vicinity of it where like, I would be breathing it in and sure. breathing out maybe onto it. Well, we can uh, we can dig a little deeper into that. But first, the cast has gone home and the crew's in control. Welcome to Cruise Control, the only podcast where we dive deep behind the camera here at JMP Productions, an asylum group property. My name is Grant Lincoln. I am the great, 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 great grandfather of Abraham Lincoln. I am Father? in charge of... Oh, right. I am in charge of... Fixing the vending machine whenever it breaks. It hasn't broken in a while. I'm in charge of fixing the wall whenever it breaks. It hasn't broken in a while. I'm in charge of props. I'm in charge of keeping this ship afloat. And I am in charge of just having fun with my two good buds, Leopold Bordeaux and Dorsch. Leo, why don't you introduce yourself and what you do? Leopold Bordeaux. I do costumes, wardrobe, a little bit of set design here and there. And uh, that's about it for me. All right. But yes, yeah, so as I said, there is uh, a waft, uh, 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 smells are wafting down the hall of prosciutto. Smells uh, are smelling, tastes are tasting. Mm-hmm. Sounds are sounding, sights are seeing, and touch is touching. We got to address the Darren touch situation at some point. <laughs> oh, did Darren, did Darren touch someone again? What do you think? Well, I know he's mostly hands, but he's got did. those Kawhi Leonard mitts and he wants <laughs> to show them off. Yeah, it's it's nothing, you know, that's the thing. It's nothing sexual or anything. Oh, like no, that. He, he was just wants to with... show how big his hands are. Yeah, he was and, born as a handyman. And if you have 
you know, the Kawhi Leonard hands on a 5-2 frame, mm-hmm. they're, they're preposterously large. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, there's our, there are delicious smells of prosciutto and capricola and salami. And mozzarella. Mozzarella. Uh, and uh, mortadella. And, uh, and turkey. And turkey, yes, and turkey. Um, and I was following... I was tiptoeing down the hall like a, like an old uh, animation with my nose leading with my nose, and it led me to, wouldn't you know it, craft service. Why were you hmm? tiptoeing if you were being led by your nose? Well, the, the smells the smells were a little too high for me, so I was trying to, oh, you know, like uh, smells rise. So you were doing sort of like one of the like Pepe Le Pew exactly. float along things, but you couldn't float. Yes, so I was just kind of precariously tiptoeing. I see. I see. But I, I found myself at craft services and, you know, usually at craft services rather than sliced meats, there's just a hunk of, of uh, bologna that everyone kind of bites into, right? No. What? <laughs> Is that what we've been doing? I don't, I try not to eat at work. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I've been exclusively eating lunch at work for the last three weeks and they have, uh, I think probably some, something in the, uh, the exchange from Fantastic Corp to the Asylum Group, uh, craft services may have just gone out the window. So rather than a, a deli slicer, they've just been wholesale purchasing um, rump roasts and other deli meat. But they finally did it. They finally hired a man to deal with this problem. And I I got him to, to agree to come down to the nest. His name is Gregory Hines. He's one of 57. The famed tap dancer Gregory Hines? No, you no, not Gregory Hines on the show? No, not that Gregory Hines. Like I said, he's one of fifty-seven. There are fifty-seven variants. Um, it's a Hines oh. ketchup. It's oh, a, yeah, uh. no, it's not the tap dancer. I know he died in two thousand and three. What? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he died on the way to the hospital. This was, no, uh huh. It was all over the news. Fuck, I, I have a, I have a confession to make. Yeah, I, in two thousand three, oh, I drove Gregory Hines to the hospital. I didn't know it was him at the time, and then they brought him in, and somebody said, "Is Gregory Hines okay?" And I was like, "What?" But I drove him to the hospital. I was, I had, uh, um. I had started working at a taxi cab company as a joke. Okay. So I he called a, he called a cab and turns out what he needed was an ambulance and probably now that I'm looking back on it that's probably what the issue was. But I drove him to the hospital and I just sort of after that moment, you know, you don't have that I wasn't like checking the papers to see if he survived or whatever. I just well, assumed right. he made it okay. But he, I mean, he he very famously died in transit. Well, people got him out of my cab. Okay. Like, I got to the hospital and they were like, they brought him out. They were like, we'll bring him, we'll take it from here. And they, they loaded him onto a stretcher or did he just walk out of the car? Uh, stretcher, but you know, if you're going to the hospital, that's not crazy. I suppose not. But anyway, we've got another Gregory Hines. I hit Hines. a pothole real bad, though. <laughs> I remember on the way there. Wow. All right. So it, it... Fuck. Yeah. I didn't know he passed. I'm... Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while, but... 
I didn't I didn't know you knew him so well. But anyway, we have got another uh, one of the Gregory Hines here today, and he is all about slicing meats and uh, taking names. And why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Um, I, I have been hearing you kind of over there, so I do know you're already here. Whoa. Uh, oh, OK. So yeah, I'll just let's remove this rug. Yeah, yeah. The rug isn't really, <laughs> really doing anything. I don't think the toupee is that bad. <laughs> oh, stop. I just, I just, first off, I want to apologize. Hello, I'm Gregory Hines, not the famed tap dancer. And I wanted to say that I am, boys, I am truly sorry. I did not give you the heads up. Um, I hear that exact story whenever I'm introduced. And I know it eats up a lot of time having to explain people, no, I'm not him. He died in 2003. Then they tell me, weird, everyone has the same, very similar story. It's like I was driving him to to the hospital. So there was a changeover. Someone else took him. So I want to apologize for not. So yeah, huh? So there were other people have my exact. Well, well, Leo, were you? I mean, was this taxi company? Was this was this the Baton Taxi Company from two thousand three? Uh, I believe so. I I I don't have a, the firmest memory of it because again, I I worked for them as a joke, but I believe it was Baton. Yeah, I mean, right? then, it, then it makes yes, sense yes, because but the the shtick, you know, the gimmick the baton had was you pay a lot less yeah, money. Yeah, you get them you halfway, halfway there, there yeah. and then... Um, yeah. But, and for longer trips, there are more intervals with more changeovers. So you must have exactly. had the last changeover. Right. Right, right. Yeah, the thing with baton is uh, you really, I mean, you end up saving a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's, not really a con- it's not really convenient at all. You get there in double your time. It would you normally take, but you're definitely saving. Oh yeah. Have you ever? Uh, ri- you sound like you've ridden with Baton in the past. I have, yes. And, and and you've had some negative experiences with it. Yeah, there was one time when I don't, and I know this, and I know it's not why I'm here, so I won't go into it. But there was one time I was um, in a um, in a sort of a in a sort of group race across across the country to get to a uh, you know alleged buried treasure in california so we all had to uh each of us paired off and we ran across country you know however we could and i that sounds like an amazing race it was it was it was an amazing race and uh some may call it the rat race but it was quite amazing and uh <laughs> yeah and uh me and my partner we chose uh baton uh looking back hindsight 2020 not the best choice mm-hmm. did did you make it uh no we no we lost again i don't i don't i know it's not why i'm here so i want to get into it if you wanted if you want to learn more about that you can read up on my blog i posted it oh you have a blog oh, okay what, yeah what's, plug what's it. the title of this blog it's um it's called chef's kiss <laughs> okay yeah and what sort of uh what sort of it sounds like uh personal musings stories about your life or is it uh, food it's food based or or what sort of content are people getting from your blog yeah so it i mean originally it started off as a as you know a, a platform for me to share recipes and stuff you know like, you know i'm somewhat of a chef myself so okay share recipes and you know different things like that or uh, and then throughout the years it's kind of uh devolved into you know some some musings kind of kind of uh my daily life things i find interesting you know if I'm in like a uh, a wacky race across the country for buried treasure, I'll throw that up there. If I uh, think of a cool <laughs> quote, I'll put it up there. 
Now, I, I, I have it pulled up right now. I, I, I mean, this is this is an incredible, incredibly intricate blog. I, I do see um, a lot of this seems to be dedicated to this uh, this amazing race you you are on. Um, and, and and I don't want to sort of harp on this because it's not super important. But again, it's not why I'm here. I, yes, I would I would yeah it's it's I I would say poorly formatted for like a phone. Oh screen. yeah. Yeah, I'm on it's, my iPad and it is uh it's doing that thing where it's sort of like you zoom in a little bit and it sort of zooms way too far in and jumbles up the whole page and stuff and um, Yeah. So I would maybe look into that at some point. We can cut this out obviously. Of course. And and you know if I'm being honest, um I wasn't prepared uh no, for of course, this again, of course. again, that's again. Because that's not why I I'm just here. wanted to let you know. Yeah, right, right. Because I don't know, I don't know if you've ever seen it on a phone or not. But it's, oh, I mean, it's uh, unreadable I mean, on a phone. It, it is helpful. I have actually never read it myself. I only, you know, post. I um, feel the same way about much of my art. I have a hard time watching. We do movies, and I have a hard time mm-hmm. watching movies that I've done costumes and stuff for. Right. I Obviously, imagine. I try to to see them in action and see what I can improve on and stuff, but. Oh, I, I, I like to, I would rather just put it out there, you know, and be done with it. Exactly. I actually feel the same thing. Like, like if I'm, if I'm catering a film, then it's very hard for me to watch that film because I'm watching the scene. I, I want, I want to live in that universe, but instead I just know that that guy's tummy is filled with my meat. So it's hard to. <laughs> and when you say that guy, I mean there are there are pictures there. That there is woman, that woman. Subject. I feed I feed women too. Sorry. But, oh hey hey, no, I'm not. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I, we had no. We, we feed no... all genders here. Yeah. Um, but what uh what? So can you give us an example of of a of what is the current film you're working on and whose tummy are you uh, are you focusing in on? Yeah. So right now uh, we're we're working on a film called Eagle's Nest. Hmm. Um. And it's a um. It's a love letter to those um, really, uh, you know, those 80s all-American action uh, movies where mm. um, kind of like a, a Red Dawn kind of feel. Okay. Um, so on that, uh, a lot of, a, a lot of uh, fit buff men and women and women. Yeah, Ronda Rousey's in this. Uh, yes. She's, she's, she's playing. deadpan uh, as ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so it, it, it kind of feels like they cast her just for the fight scenes because when she's not fighting, she is probably one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. I know, and you know what? And hey, look, I'm trying to I'm trying to solve it. You know, like the, use every, a body double. Why Why would they hire someone who's not an it, actor to act? Hey, every day on set, I was trying to feed her Twizzlers, trying to make her smile. Never seen her and, smile. Uh, I thought, you know, I, 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 try, I tried to, I tried to only serve her funny, humorous foods, and she just, she just wasn't having it. So I just, within day three, I just gave up. So would you say uh, that's sort of typical for you? You feel that you try to influence performances with your craft service because oh. that's not a thing that we typically see in the craft service industry. As someone trying to help enhance the project, enhance the final mm. picture with the craft service. Usually we just get people slicing up bagels and uh, running to the market and stuff. Right. And you see, you know, mo- you know, most people, they, uh, I feel most people in craft services, they're very uh, passive with their role. You know, they'll, uh, they'll say, Oh, I, I got to be there that day. Okay. I guess I'll bring my load out. Ooh, okay. When I'm being prepped, 
for for a job. I want to know the cast. Mm-hmm. And then once I know the cast, I'll, I'll Wikipedia them. I'll kind of just get like a better idea of what I think they would like. And you think Ronda Rousey would like Twizzlers? True. On that one, that you know what? I'll be honest. That one was more of me trying to push my agenda, trying to make her laugh, okay. do something silly. Okay. Um, and hey, egg on my face. She did not take it. So no, she smashed eggs on your face. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, and you know what? It was very scary in the moment, but I thought maybe this will make her crack. And it didn't. No, but it sure made the eggs crack. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it did. I've never seen that many hard-boiled eggs shatter against a man's face. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch, and they were freshly hard-boiled. She she reached right into that pot of water. Yeah, yeah, bare hand. Yeah, again, she incredible, you know, action star, but not not the kindest to Mm-mm. to craft service. Apparently, right. Much easier to clean up though when you think about it. Uh, so, oh, that was a godsend, yeah. So, typically, what you 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 say you try to get a sense of of what sort of food they like from their Wikipedia. What clues tend to lead you in that direction? Because normally, when I think of Wikipedia, I don't think of there being a sub tab of like favorite suppers. You know, right? Well, not yet. No, of course. But yeah, yeah, not yet. I mean, hey, his last. Right. My favorite is the last supper. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we got it. Mm-hmm. We got okay. it. typical times. Or I don't know yeah. if I don't know if you got it, uh, Mister. I Hines, but I, I I got it. I got it. I did not cater that supper, and I so. gave it zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I um, you know, I, hey, Wikipedia, if you're if you're listening, uh, if you want to add a uh, a favorite meals tab, be my guest. Uh, so no, uh, usually what happens is, you know, I kind of have to. I like I get. I again, I. I have to read about their life, kind of figure out what they might like. So, you know, like if there was um, an actor who maybe had like um, a rough upbringing or, you know, came from like a broken home, then I may think like, okay, this guy might only want uh, packets of Lipton soup. Packets? Yeah. Yeah, you can do the, the packets, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. They come in like, it's like a... I've never seen that. You just like rip it and add hot water. Right. Okay. Huh. It's like a, a, a Swiss Mitz type Oh, thing. gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. It's hot chocolate for soup. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, egg on my face. There you go. Uh, you better hope not. <laughs> um, but, but Mr. Hines, uh, I, I do see uh, on your resume uh, that you have uh, permalinked uh, onto your blog... Um, you focus on deli meat and slicing uh, to the thinnest possible setting, right? Yeah. So, so I yes, I should mention that where I am, I am primarily I view myself primarily as as the craft meat man. So I'm bringing the meats uh, when I can, uh, and yeah, my uh, sort of my my signature, if you will, is I try to make them really, really thin. I make them so thin. I, I make I make my meat so darn thin that you can eat a whole fistful of it, and it'll feel like nothing. Like it'll feel like nothing in your stomach because it just melts away. Because that's how thin it is. Wow. So so is your goal when you're when you're preparing these meats to keep the actors as light and limber and thin and uh, uh, sort of alert as possible? Yes. 
Yeah, because like chuck roast is a heavy meal. I wouldn't if I were an actor and I'm not, I wouldn't want to go on set after eating a, a full pastrami sandwich. Um, but I guess, yeah, if it's if it's paper thin pastrami, uh, paper thin. Paper thin I got confused. There is an actor on this project named Chuck Roast, so I got confused for a second. Oh yeah, he uh, he. And hey, his 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 last name is right. He will he will roast you. He will get after you. Yeah. He really he let my shoes have it for like fifteen minutes the other day, and uh, I'm still sort of nervous to go back on set. Oh yeah. Uh, what were that, your shoes that, wearing? What were my shoes wearing? Mm-hmm. I well, I had shoes that are on little socks on the toes, so my shoes were sort of wearing. I had toe shoes, and they were mm. wearing socks, right? And I thought it looked cool, <laughs> but apparently, hey, where'd you get that? Where did you source those tiny toe socks, Leo? I, I guess, or did you just make them? Well, I I saw this this sign. And it was a bleak short story. Baby socks for sale, never worn. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Wow. I went to the yard sale, bought all the baby socks. $5,000 later, I have a virtually unlimited supply of baby socks. And uh, I've been trying to find new uses for them. And I bought some of those toe shoes because I started running. Uh, and uh, And I figured what better way to use the baby socks than the toes. You must have some really, really thick toes, like some tree trunk toes, because <laughs> yeah. even though they're baby socks, it's like... A fo- it's like it's, it's like a, baby foot, not baby yeah. toe. You yeah. have zero idea okay, I'm sorry. how small these babies are. Oh, oh, It is very, very sad that I own these socks. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well i i i'm sorry i pride i'm sorry i had to be the one to tell you you know uh anyway so you cut these meats very thin what i find in a cold cut mm-hmm. is they taste better and like you said lighter and they sort of melt in your mouth deliciously when they are sliced extra thin and I prefer them sliced extra thin. But what I find is when they're sliced too thin, sometimes they become very crumbly and Mm -hmm. they fall apart. They don't have the structural integrity of a slice. Right. Right. But yours, from what I've seen anyway, your slices stay together. And uh, what is, what is sort of the secret to keeping a slice together despite you know, right? How do you not? How do you? How do you avoid slicing too close to the sun? Mm. A problem for most slicers. <laughs> well, I can't give all my secrets away, but uh, one one move I do do is uh, I will coat the blade of the slicer. I'll coat that in like olive oil, and I'll let it. I'll let it run overnight too. Okay, so so you pour olive oil on a very high speed rotating. Uh, blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those commercial grade deli slicers. <laughs> those things are sweet. Okay, so that's how you prevent it from sticking. How do you prevent the olive oil from being flung off of this uh, this rotating blade? I can't. It happens. So <laughs> I kind of have some like makeshift surgical, you know, like den where I just have 
kind of drapes that hang up around it. Like when they dissect an alien in a movie. Right, and it explodes open because who knows how an alien body yeah. works. Yeah. Hey, nothing comes easy. You you know, you got to adapt with some things. No, I see many scars all, all over your, your arms. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's also, uh, well, well, the olive oil helps the helps the meat stick together. It's also, you ever had a, a piece of uh, equipment with a sharp metal blade that spins at high speeds and have it all slippery? Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a table saw in my in my shop, but it's never been slippery. Well, yeah. I'll make a note to avoid lubing it up. I I also I, noticed that you're I've f- never worked with a saw, but one time I accidentally sewed my hand to my butt. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> Yeah. It's not really the same. It's just something I've done. How did you get out of that? Leo, uh, I unsewed it. Oh, all right. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Before we move on, one time I had a Chinese finger trap. Sorry, I know. I know it's not exactly the same, but how long were you stuck? Five minutes. Well, it looks like you still might be a little bit stuck, at least on one side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I managed to get. I managed to get one finger out. My left hand, though, it's still it's still attached to the to the ring finger. Actually, now that I take a little bit closer of a look at your fingers, y- your fingers all seem to end. At a completely like ninety degree flat level surface, do you, do you perhaps go a little too far sometimes with your slicing? Yeah, I um, when I was younger, I practiced. I, I uh, took part in this practice known as um, finger shaving. We shave all your fingers down to the, so so they're all the exact same uh, height. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I did this just because I wanted it, it. It just seemed like it would um, feel better. I I don't know. I thought I have more dexterity when I did it. I don't. <laughs> Worth a shot. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I, I think they look pretty cute. I also thought that having <laughs> yeah, they're essentially paws. Right. I also thought I could um, maybe get into like, I don't know, like if there are any like uh, if the market needs any like uh, hand models for like child's jewelry, I could probably get into that. Um, but I haven't, you know, nothing with biting. I, I haven't found any any leads mm. for that. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite meat to slice? Mm. Mm, good question. And not the easiest meat to slice, because we all know that's uh, prosciutto. Right. Unless that is your favorite meat to slice. Then say it, I guess. I don't know why we would bar you from saying the easiest. Uh, my favorite meat to slice is pepperoni because uh, everyone always gets a kick out of it. Usually when we see pepperoni, it's in like little bags and it's pre-cut. People think that's how it naturally comes. So it's always fun when you bust out the big stick and everyone's eyes lighten up. And they go like, oh my god, that's what it really looks like in its real form? And I get to say, yes, this is... It's almost a shame that you have to slice into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like one, I mean, being a big stick is, is part of the allure of pepperoni. Once it's sliced, it's just pizza topping. Yeah, although there is the fun trick you can do where the first cut you make into the pepperoni, mm-hmm. you can then hold it up to everyone and they can count the rings and see how old the pepperoni <laughs> was oh, okay. before it was cured. Now, now I know you're you're used to cutting thin, but I did I did see you uh, turn that dial to a little bit thicker, and you 
you sliced into a pepperoni and loaded it into one of those uh, early 2000s, late 90 toys that you just put discs, foam discs in and you just shot them everywhere. I, I saw you were just shooting pepperoni discs all over set. Oh, yes. My pizza pistol days. <laughs> Yes. The pizza pistol should have it re- that is an invention that really should have made it. Yeah, I, I it, you know, I um it seemed it seemed like a home run. Uh, yeah, you got the you got the pepperoni pizza pistol in one holster and you got your tomato sauce super soaker in the other. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you know, the marinara I, machine gun. So uh-huh. <laughs> Yes, it was very much. Yes, it was a it was a um akin to uh like a marinara Uzi, if you will. <laughs> Sorry, the a marinara SMG. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. That's that's yeah. submachine gun. Uh, yeah. So this place was a mess in those days. <laughs> it was. Yeah. No. And you know, I thought I thought that that sort of you know because um, that was of course back in the day. You know, back in the nineties, and it. You know, I was, I was taking cues from all, all the Ninja Turtle movies and everything, you know, everything uh, was about pizza and everything with pizza had attitude. And, you know, I just I just figured that a pizza gun you could break out at parties. People would love it. But who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, who do uh, you identify with? I identify with Raphael. Mm. And is he your favorite? And don't say Michelangelo is your favorite because that's the easiest. Of course, of course. No, mine, mine is uh, Raphael because sometimes he wears people clothes and he he goes undercover. Oh, he he does wear a trench coat affair. Yeah, right, if I remember <laughs> trench correct. coat. And, and, as, and as as if the shell is the one signifier that he's a turtle. Yeah, I always like that part of the movie because when I first saw it, I thought he was going to be flashing someone. I was waiting for that. You were waiting for his turtle penis to be exposed. Look, look, look. So it was I, April. I was okay. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. No, he's not even nineteen. They're thirteen. <laughs> All Ninja Turtles are canonically thirteen. Nobody seems to remember this. Yeah, but the teenagers are canonically seventh graders. <laughs> right. They're just, they're just, but they're the size of men and they're turtles. So mm-hmm. you can look past yeah. them. Yeah. It's like, well, it would be absurd if they were the size of turtles. They couldn't do anything. They would have no uh, ninja uh, abilities. Tell right. that to Master Oogway. <laughs> That's Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> He's the turtle in Kung Fu Panda. And that's a real thing. You can look it up. <laughs> Master Ublick. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Raph, uh, Raph was my favorite. And, again, that's when I, I feel like I really didn't clarify that. Just I, I was, it, it seemed like he was going to expose himself. I wasn't rooting for him to expose himself. No, that would be. There was just yeah. the drama of, like. Is he going to do it? Right. It was a will they, won't they kind of thing every episode that he wore a trench coat. Right. They would build up all this suspense. Say, oh, oh, he's he's going to oh. do it. And then he, he just it never they never followed through, probably for, you know, for the best. But I'm sure there's that one guy out there who is a big turtle head, just uh, always disappointed when it never happened. Right. He's going, well, the last time they didn't do it. So this time they're kind of overdue. Mm hmm. Right. Um, Leo, you, uh, <laughs> you, your eyes are kind of glazed over. Is everything okay, buddy? 
I'm just. I didn't know he died in 2003. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, and again, I don't. I don't want to dwell on this part either. But it's not why you're here. It's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. But you brought him to the hospital. I brought him. Yeah, he. I brought him to the hospital. Uh-huh. He should have called an ambulance. Obviously, in hindsight, hindsight being 2020, he should have called an in ambulance. In hindsight, yeah. Heinz, Heinz's sight being 2020. Mm-hmm. And then you thought I was him. You thought, I mean, I mean, again, again, I did have that. No, I didn't think me. you. I didn't think you were him. I thought that when Grant said, oh, "I'm going name. to reveal Gregory Hines to you," I got excited. Because I was like, that's my guy. I love his work. And I took him to the hospital once. And it'll be good to see him again. And then you show up with your, we'll say fine toupee. And your deli slicing. And I'm, I'm really enjoying your company. I think you're a swell guy. I was just, I was very excited for tap dancing icon Gregory Hines. And... I feel bad now because the that was yanked out from under me. So it was given to me and yanked out so quickly that the energy in this room has really shifted. <laughs> okay, wait. You know what? Hold on. Here, yeah. I'll uh, let me bring up his Wikipedia page real quick, and I am going to bruise bruise through it. And I'm going to tell you what I would give him on set. Okay. Yeah. 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 Please. So, kind of a you know. It's like it's like the next best thing to getting him. Let's see, he Leo, I'm looking at him and I really have no idea how you would think that that these two Gregory Hines are I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I thought I made it very clear that I saw you alone. Greg. Sure, yes. It was just the two of us in this room and Jason Karen somewhere. Hello, Jason. Hi, Jason. Hello, don't mind me. And you told me who was coming in and I got excited because I heard the name and then I turned once this gentleman revealed himself and I was disappointed by that realization, not the fact that I mistook Gregory Hines for Gregory Hines. Sure. Vice versa. Sure, sure, sure. Right. And again, I'm sorry and I like you a lot and I think you're a fascinating individual, Gregory, but... I I just I feel bad because I I had these expectations going in and things are so different and the bombshell that this gentleman died moments at, in my in you my you taxi. may very well have been the last person to ever see him alive right oh, actually you you uh, were the last person to ever see him alive if you were the last leg of his baton taxi ride well. You know, the frustrating part about it, too, is that, again, I I took this job as a joke. And so part of the joke was I was going to hit every pothole every time. <laughs> right. And so if a man was on his last leg and I, like, hit a pothole real hard, real fast and threw him, like, into the ceiling or something. <laughs> and that's what killed him. I guess I'm just uh, hung up on the fact that this man was... Uh, you know, you you looked up to him, you knew of him, you were very impressed by him, 
Uh, you drove him. You drove him to a hospital, and then after driving him to the hospital, you seemingly stopped looking him up, <laughs> stopped caring about him, stopped reading about him. Yeah, again, Google alerts for him. This was all over the news in 2003. It seemed. I mean, I, look, I'm not trying to tell you how to grieve or anything. It seems like you might have been not that close. Well, no, we weren't. We weren't that close. Uh, I. You're right. You're right. I phrased it wrong. You. I don't think you were as close to him as a person as you think. Tim is like a celebrity. I don't think you were. I, I was not as big a fan, I guess, as I'm. I've. I guess the story portrays me as, because I was a fan of him growing up, and then I sort of phased out of it a little bit. Like I would be very excited to see Jim Gaffigan now, but I would be far more excited to have seen him when I was 13 years old. Right. Right. Okay. Sure. And that's okay. sort of how I feel about. Gregory Hines as well, where it was, I I was like, oh, it's Gregory Hines. This is so interesting. This is very fun. And uh, I took him to the hospital and, and I didn't get, I didn't like talk to him or anything because, you know, I didn't want to, he was clearly going to the hospital and in rough shape. So I didn't want to exacerbate right. that whole situation. I did hit every pothole though. And it, it was sort of a thing. I had already sort of phased out of my, my devotion to the celebrity of him, mm. you know, keeping up with him and doing the research and making sure I consumed everything he did uh, had sort of gone by the wayside for me by that point anyway. So right. to have him uh, uh, in my car was a, a very cool experience, but it wasn't wasn't as game changing, I guess. Right. I, I was just looking up his uh, Wikipedia page. And oddly enough, uh, it says that he is the um, the Jim Gaffigan of tap dance. So I guess knowing that, I would probably give him a glass of milk and like, I don't know, lube fish or something. No hot pocket? Oh, that would have been better. No, no hot <laughs> pocket, though. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't allow them on set. Too fatty. Mm. Ah, so what, so what are your sort of nutritional guidelines then for, for your actors. Yeah, because I do see you're wearing a shirt that has the food pyramid on it, and it seems to be a little bit odd. Illuminati-ish. Right. Well, as you, well, as you see, um, uh, my food pyramid, um, it goes... So the bottom, kind of like the base, it, it's all like fatty foods. Mm -hmm. You know, like Hot Pockets. And in 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 the uh, big bucket of lard, big bucket of lard, um, you know all that is the remind me is the food pyramid typically the regular food pyramid. The bottom is like the base of your meal, right? Like that's right. where like your right. veggies and stuff are, and and that's supposed to be like most of what you eat. So, right for you, you've sort of inverted it. Well, no, 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 because. Uh, mine, the bottom, all, all the fatty foods, and then the bottom bar is a big uh, cross across it to say, like, none of this. Mm. So see, uh, what one of those don't have that mine does is that it will list the foods only to show you shouldn't have these. So, like, these make up the pyramid, but you should not have them. Ah, I see. Okay. So then what's, what's this? Because there's... I would say this food pyramid is mostly crossouts. Then, yeah, it looks like there's really only one chunk of this pyramid that isn't crossed out. Meats, yeah, 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 meats, yeah. 
So, so you only allow your actors to eat meats. What about sandwiches? How do you feel about sandwiches? Sandwiches are okay. I do sandwiches. Uh, you know, we were talking about slicing thin meats earlier, and actually, because uh, I've gotten so many requests to do it, I finally started doing it. I will take a full sandwich that I make, and I will put that through the deli slicer. So like <laughs> very, a very kind of a thin composite oh, slice. I had. I had that actually a, sounds uh, kind of good. I had one of your Italian sandwich sandwiches yesterday. Mm. That thing is great. Mm. It is just the right amount of uh, of meat and bread between two slices of bread. Right, and and again, it's so thin that it just it just melts on your tongue. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Leo, have you tried any of his sandwich sandwiches? Uh, again, I've not been able to smell or taste for the last couple of days, so mm. uh, not yet. But uh, I definitely intend to. Well, yeah, let me know when you're uh, good again to, or when you can uh, smell it. Oh, I absolutely will. I absolutely yeah. will. Leo, how have you been getting into the building? Uh, front door. Huh. All right. Why, why is there? Well, that's, is there... well, well I, I mean, again, I don't come here often, but when I entered the front door, they uh, put out a fish and they said, what does it smell like? And I had to smell it. So I fish. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. That's a small fish. They, oh, I, I said fishy. And then let me let you right on through? All right. Uh-oh. So I, okay, I, never mind. I, I took a swing at <laughs> Is Why? Is there is something? I don't get what the issue is. I mean, are, are you, do you feel okay? I feel great, yeah. Then there probably isn't an issue. Maybe you just. Uh... Oh. Huh? Oh. Oh, I see now. Okay, yeah, I understand why you would be worried about that. And it's not that. Okay. I have been taking an experimental allergy medication. Again. Did I do that already? Uh, You've taken experimental tests. Yes, I mean, it's good money. But I've taken this experimental allergy medication that it's... It's sort of this new idea for combating allergy symptoms. Basically, they take uh, your regular Benadryl and they add a little bit of COVID and you <laughs> eat it and it knocks you. It sort of knocks you on your ass a little bit like you shouldn't operate heavy machinery. But I've not had a symptom huh. in weeks. I actually have seen these. and It is insane because you actually you do eat the pill. You actually like chew it up. It's a chewable pill. Oh, they give you well. You 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 have the little like pill thing that you pop it out the back, and then you pop out the little fork and knife. Right, and, and then the one that comes with like a little bib. You tie oh, off yeah. on your neck. I never is that what those are? Because I've never used those. I just I but I do keep getting pill all over my shirt. Most people see them and they go, "What's a small napkin doing here?" Um, they don't realize yeah. it's a bib to tie off and sometimes and those things they don't tell you they fill you right up sometimes i don't even finish the benadryl half of the pill <laughs> oh i saved uh one one time uh because actually i was doing this too and i uh i saved it for lunch the next day that's genius that's genius yeah. they fill you right up though so no i don't have well i don't know <laughs> Well, I'm, I don't know if it technically counts, but okay, it's an allergy medication. Sure. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. But uh, good. That's that's good. As, as long as you're uh, 
you're feeling fine. They said I'll be able to taste and smell again whenever I stop taking the medication. Okay. So like three months or however long allergy season is, and then I'll be able to taste again. Now, what were you allergic to initially that prompted you to take this test or sign up for this study? Uh, uh, pine tree pollen specifically pine tree pollen and uh some pancake batter (laughs) did you find out what what pancake batter yeah we talking betty crocker we talking mrs buttersworth we talk homemade we talking just straight up flour and water (laughs) i'm allergic i'm allergic to whenever there's a one of those pancake batters that's like for boys you know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, here's a great big bear and this is full of protein. Right. Okay. Then I, that I'm allergic to. If it's a pancake marketed right. towards regular people, I'm pretty much always fine. But if it's a pancake that's like Power Jacks or yeah. something. Feral. That's the brand name. Yeah. It, th- those pancakes I'm allergic to. I'm allergic to. Uh, now, are you sure you're not just allergic to testosterone? You know, that because that seems to lot. be the only outlier here between pancake mix and feral. Well, no, because I'm also allergic to estrogen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if I'm allergic to both, then <laughs> I don't know what kind of chemicals I have in my body. Well, you do say you're a non-sexual being. Yes, but but I it's not like I want to have sex, but it. I get itchy. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> oh, I'm so horny. My throat has closed. Up. <laughs> Quick, stab me and then give me an EpiPen. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, well, yes. No, I'm, I'm allergic. I'm definitely allergic to estrogen. I'm allergic to manly pancakes and I'm allergic to some pine pollens. Okay. Okay. And so I'm taking COVID and Benadryl to alleviate the symptoms there. <laughs> now, now, how did you, you know, people who have peanut allergies, they'll discover they're allergic to peanuts by eating a Reese's peanut butter cup as a child. How did you discover that you were allergic to estrogen? Pancake eating contest, ironically <laughs> enough. So I told them, hey, guys, I can't have any of these, these big daddy jacks muscle cakes. And they said, well, that's perfect. We have, uh, we have, uh, we have Uncle Sissy's, uh, women's, women's, cakes. women's flap jills? So, flap jills, excuse me. Yeah. They're like flapjack. They're, they're like, they're like 71% of a flapjack. I've seen those ones. Uh, they can double as a pad. <laughs> and so, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, no, no women use it as a pad, but well, the yeah, use is yeah, there. Yeah. And and you you can push them out. They have the weird little applicator for the. <laughs> yes. And they only serve them like once a month. Point is, <laughs> I ended up in this flapjack eating contest in in uh, in the greater Portland, Maine area, and uh, I was housing these flap chills. <laughs> and again, they were making me eat. Uh, they were making me work twice as hard for less of a reward. Sure. And so and so I'm scarfing down these flap chills and my throat starts to close up and I'm like, 
oh no, these estrogen infused pancakes, not only are they making my breasts swell, but they're making the rest of my body swell up too. And next thing I know, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a baton on the way to the hospital uh, with, uh, you know, I can't talk, I can't see. And um, I almost died that day. Oh, wow. Wow. But. Uh, and is, was this was the inspiration for why you started working at Baton as a joke? You know, I never put two and two together. <laughs> uh, but yes. And ironically enough, I misplaced my EpiPen that day. Probably would have died on the way to the hospital. Hit a pothole, stuck the EpiPen right into my leg. Wait, so you misplaced it and then you hit the pothole and it sort of like popped it out was of like, nowhere? Oh, it's been in my pocket the whole oh. time. Uh, you know, the last place you it. check. Right. Well, my, my hands had swollen up too big to get in my pockets by the time it was. Oh, okay. So I was like, where is it? Where oh, is it? Oh, you had Kawhi whatever hands. I had Kawhi Leonard hands, yeah. Look him up. <laughs> Otherwise known as Mickey Mouse syndrome. Exa- you know, I kept getting told that's what it was called. And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't refute it because he's wearing gloves. Those aren't right. like his hands. They're gloves, right? And so in the hospital, they're like, look at this Mickey Mouse motherfucker. I went to an urban hospital. And <laughs> they, yeah, it was, it, was, it was, quote, look at this Mickey Mouse ass looking motherfucker. An yes. urban hospital in Portland, Maine area? Yep. It was, <laughs> Portland's an, uh, an urban metropolis. I was lying in the bed. I was like, I couldn't really talk, but I was like, <laughs> no, Leo, that's not what you sounded like. <laughs> that's what i sounded like and then maybe you didn't have mickey mouse syndrome i don't know that's what i was trying to tell them but i couldn't <laughs> they wouldn't listen right if i if i had mickey mouse syndrome though i would have been like they're just gloves huh yeah well mickey mouse mickey huh? mouse mickey mouse syndrome is sort of like um did somebody say door to darkness I'm sorry, I'm done. I had a little hiccup of Mickey Mouse. Syndrome. <laughs> um, it is almost the lunch hour, the lunch rush here at, at Jamp. Uh, Gregory, um, I, I know you're. There's probably a line already forming at the craft services. Do you have a? Uh, is is there any? Are there any like final thoughts or any anything just itching to that you want to get out in the uh, out in the air before you go back to work? Not, uh, no, 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 not a whole lot. Um, I guess, uh, you know, swing by, uh, my, uh, my station, I'm the one with surgical sort of, uh, you know, nets around and, mm-hmm. you know, for the oil, uh, come on down and I'll, uh, I'll serve you up the, uh, thinnest meat you've ever had in your mouth. How's that? Well, I, in Grant's case, I certainly doubt that, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll wean myself off my medication just for a few slices of of uh, ham and turkey. I guarantee there's no estrogen. Or... That's perfect for me then. Yeah. What about tryptophan? The stuff that makes you sleepy. It isn't there. I have to, in, in order to get all the testosterone out, I had to leave in all the uh, tryptophan. That's perfect for me. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be over for, some, uh, for a turkey sandwich with some pepper jill cheese. You got it. I'll start, I'll start slicing. 
All right. Well, it looks like there is a week's worth of traffic up ahead. So click off of cruise control and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Well, this this might be a deep cut, but is that a poster above craft services that you put up from that uh that bit from the Zumbinis game where the tree stump just wants pizza? Make me a pizza? No, too much of a deep cut. All right. Well, it it's not a it's not a deep cut if it's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs>